Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, and welcome to Friday. It is uh, Christmas Eve Eve today. Christmas Adam. Oh, is that what people call it? I believe Matt like has Adam referred to Yeah, because Adam came before Eve. I right. believe Matt Yant has referred okay. to it as that a few times. So welcome to Christmas Adam, everybody. Here we are, right? December 23, uh, two days before our big celebration of Jesus coming to earth for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just so you know, folks, um, next week there will not be any podcast episodes. Um, so next week, uh, we're just giving our podcast um, host um, schedule a little bit of a break um, just so we can give people a break. Mm-hmm. And so uh, don't plan on, on tuning into any of the podcasts next week. We will resume again on Monday, January 2. And so that was our little special service announcement there right at the beginning there. So, mm-hmm. um, well, Lori, you have, to, you have two final questions oh. here okay, about elves. Okay. These I'm going to guess you're not going to get. Oh, okay. good. I had Thanks some for hope. that vote um, of confidence. Yes, I had hope for some of the previous ones, and um, I don't I think you're going to get these. Okay, good, okay? good. So what kind of motorcycle do elves ride to work? Um, all I can think of is like a Harley Davidson, but I don't know okay, how but you... take the word Harley and make it into a Christmassy word. Holly Davidson. Holly Davidson. Oh, yes. okay. okay. Okay, got it. And our final one of the week. Mm-hmm. The moment you folks have all been waiting for. For this to be done? Yes, uh-huh. exactly. Okay. How do the elves keep Santa's sleigh COVID-free? I would think like disinfectant wipes or something. Oh, oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Or... Um, um, it's sanitizer. Yeah, but make that into elf sanitizer. Uh, uh, sanitizer. Yes. Oh, oh wow, that yes. was really witty, wasn't it? <laughs> thank you, uh, Internet. Okay, mm. for that. Fantastic. Anyway, thank you, Laurie, for bearing with my elf dad jokes. I guess it you was could call fantastic. Them. Yeah, they were right. elf dad jokes. That's that would right. be a good way of putting them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so we are on our last uh, passage for the week. We are going to um, go into the Old Testament today and read a very familiar passage that you hear read um, prior to Christmas, um, mm-hmm. usually during the Advent season. So Lori has agreed to read this passage, so she'll introduce it and go ahead and read those verses. Okay, so we're reading from the book of Isaiah, and we're going to be in chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire." For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. All right. Thanks, Lori. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, very familiar verses that we hear, very. especially verses like uh, 2, right? And then like uh, 6, 7, and 8. Those are kind mm-hmm. of ones that we hear a lot read during the Advent season. Um, <clears throat> one thing that popped out at me um, is that word government. It was used twice, I think in verse 6 and I think again in verse 7, mm-hmm. which made me think of, okay, our Lord has a kingdom. Right? He has a government, but what kind of a kingdom is it? What kind of a government is it? So I kind of pulled out other words from these from this passage. Mm-hmm. Um, I pulled out the word light. Right, It's kind of a kingdom of light. Um, I saw joy in here. Uh, peace was mentioned, justice, righteousness. And, of course, this won't come totally 100% true until – you know, we get to the new creation someday, right? Mm-hmm. Until we get to heaven someday, then then we'll have like full light and full joy and full righteousness. But yeah, because Jesus has come the first time, mm-hmm. we're kind of in these in-between times. But I think we get glimpse of the, glimpses of this, mm-hmm. right? Because um, one of the Holy Spirit's fruit is joy. And so we as God's people, we can experience some joy now, mm-hmm. right? Before we experience it fully. Um, we can experience peace and justice now, even though we can't experience it fully yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just something that, that popped out at me, that this Jesus who came the first time kind of ushered in this new government, this new mm-hmm. um, yeah, kingdom, and we're getting glimpses of it already. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man, is it going to be good when we finally get to the final one, right, when That's we can right. experience it totally. So. Yeah. And I think kind of even playing off of that too, like I think some of the words – I know it's sort of like darkness, the land of deep darkness. And mm-hmm. I guess I got to thinking about darkness and I thought to myself like, well, that kind of represents like chaos or the unknown, you know, especially, especially in the t- biblical times before there was electricity and everything, right. you know, like just the darkness kind of stopped your day. I mean, yes, you could light candles and everything, but I mean, for the most part, you kind of went according to the, the light of the day that kind of, you know, determined a lot of things. And, so I guess like out of that chaos chaos, and out of that just unknown, there came this light and mm-hmm. just kind of like this, almost like the structure and this order, you know, which I'm not saying like necessarily like everything has to be structured or ordered, but I'm just saying like it almost kind of is refreshing mm-hmm. and kind of takes that chaos, but makes a plan out of it, makes a peace out of it, makes calmness out of it. And when you start looking then at the words you know, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, like all of those just positive kind of good feelings, those good thoughts, those good verbs, you right. know, just coming out of that chaos. Right. So. I mean, that word chaos, that's that's so true. Um, I think in two, in two ways, it's kind of true. Mm-hmm. Like number one, like the chaos in our own spiritual lives, right? right? The chaos of sin, right? Um, can be quite dark, mm-hmm. okay? Can mm-hmm. be quite great and quite deep at times. But of course, Jesus mm-hmm. you know, takes care of that, you know, and he, and he changes it into light, right? And he changes it into a great light, according mm-hmm. to verse two there. But I think, I mean, if we look around the world and what's going on in the United States right now and around the world, I think mm-hmm. a lot of us would say there's there's chaos going on, right? Right, And it seems kind of dark at times. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my goodness, God, we definitely don't live in a Christian culture anymore it doesn't Correct. seem like right because yeah. it seems like so many things are happening that are against what we believe in and are becoming more and more acceptable and we're like oh my goodness this isn't acceptable you know and so i think you can think of chaos in that way too and oh we look forward to that second coming of jesus right, right? when he'll bring that great light finally yes. and that to, to this current chaos that right. we're in that peace yes for mm-hmm. sure
Yeah, for yeah. sure. And the lever six, too. Who's the child for? For to us. Us, yeah. right? It's to us that this Jesus is born. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's to us that that son is given. And um, that's just, I don't know, it's just a, a huge comfort to know that he did it all for us. Mm-hmm. You know? But kind of tying back to like that whole concept too, like he wants that personal relationship. Yes. And he wants that comfort to be for us. He wants that peace to be for us. It's not just throwing it out there for whatever. It's for each one of us you know, to be able to claim to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I love the fact in verse four, I mean, these aren't very positive words, but words like yoke, mm-hmm. bar, mm-hmm. rod. The oppressor. I mean, the, yes, exactly. I mean, those aren't like like positive words by any means, mm-hmm. you know, but then earlier in verse four, it says shattered. Okay. Yeah. Again, I mean, just that cool, good stuff that Jesus brings into our lives. I mean, it, there can be days that I feel like I have a yoke upon me. Right. And there's times that I feel like there's a bar across my shoulders, mm-hmm. you know, either for sh- with shame or, or guilt or just life in general. And Jesus reminds us that he has shattered that. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think especially when you consider who this was written for, like, and when this was written as far as in that time period of history, yes. I think the audience really knew about oppressors and, you know, wars and the yoke that burns them burdens them because they had been suppressed they had been slaves they had been wanderers they had lived all these different identities most of which they probably would not want to go back to and so i think speaking in those words we hear it now and we can think of things that we relate to but i think also to the audience when this was written even more so you know like in the sense that they also had physically lived some of those roles too where their entire culture was around slavery. Yeah. So, yeah. I and come, Lord Jesus, and, and, and release us from this and mm-hmm. help us to go back to the way it used to be, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like those, those Jews. Yeah, know? for sure. Um, so here we are. We're kind of at the end of the day, end of the podcast yeah. Friday. Um, you know, we're, we're in the season called Advent. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we, had a, if we had to pull something out of this passage that kind of talks about like Christmas, Okay, the first Advent, like, like, what, what could we possibly pull out of this that would kind of talk about like Christmas? Because in two days we're celebrating Christmas, right? So, what could we maybe pull out of here to kind of go with the first Advent? Yeah, I think, I think for me, just looking at it, probably because there had been such a long period of quietness or silence, just as far as God speaking to His people or people hearing the Word of God. I guess going back to when Jesus came, he came out of that darkness. You know, that darkness ended. He was that light. And so I think, I mean, I think that's often why this passage is quoted at this time of year too. You know, for sure. Is just because, you know, for for to us a child is born, to us a son is given. Yes, that refers to Mm -hmm. the actual Christmas story that, you know, we we celebrate and we know of the Savior's birth. But then I think just kind of, the meaning of Christmas too and the bigness of yeah. Christmas that it all points to that cross. And if, if we go back to Monday's passage with Simeon, mm-hmm. right? It said he had been waiting for the, uh, what was that phrase again? The um, Messiah. Yep. And uh, the consolation yes. of Israel or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I mean, he knew there was darkness. He knew there was mm-hmm. deep darkness and he was just, he had been promised, hey, you're not going to die till you see mm-hmm. the great light, you know, that's going to yeah. be the consolation of Israel. Okay. But what about this? Because we're kind of in a second Advent too, 
because we're waiting for Jesus' like second coming. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we kind of talked a little bit of, about it already, but is there something that we could pull out of this passage for those of us who are now waiting so desperately for the second mm-hmm. coming of Christ? Uh, let's see here. I wrote down like the, the again the consolation of Israel. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like um, Simeon. But for me, it's I'm, I'm waiting for the consolation of just us, us God fearing people, us Christ mm-hmm. followers, because we look around us and the world is not like we would like it to be. No. And so I, I'm waiting desperately for that consolation of God's people. Um, so that, that's kind of kind of how I tie this into like yeah. the second. Mm-hmm. coming the second advent of Jesus can't wait for that um but I think also like as we're waiting we maybe need to be like Anna and like Simeon from that first story this yep. week too that we're actively waiting yes that we're not just and I think that's sometimes easy to get mixed up that like waiting we have to be passive we're just you know longing off to the side holding up the wall while we wait you right, know right. like you are when you're waiting for a roller coaster ride or something like right, that right. but you know like I think in that waiting it's an active kind of verb where it's like we need to be looking for those stories for others what yeah. are ways that we can be Jesus towards others let's right. be part of the second coming not just waiting for the second coming but yes. to actively be a participant of it too yeah like like can we bring joy into certain mm-hmm. situations? Yes, we can. Mm-hmm. Right? Can we bring justice when we see injustice happening? We can try. Yep. Right? Kind of like those friends lowering their yes, friends to exactly. Jesus. How can we do that? And I yeah. think that was a common thread during or through these stories too is just, yeah, what's our role mm-hmm. in this as we're waiting for that second advent, as mm-hmm. we're waiting for that second coming? You know, it might be in our lifetime. It might be you know, like Simeon and Anna experienced. But there's also been a lot of giants that have gone before us that we stand on the shoulders of that it didn't happen in their lifetime. Right. But yet they were still a part of the story. Exactly. They're still a part of that. Yep. That big picture. Yep. And so listeners, as you celebrate Christmas over these next couple of days with your family, I'm sure I'm, I'm guessing there'll be Christmas Eve gatherings. I'm guessing there's going to be Christmas gatherings and gatherings mm-hmm. after that even. Just um, like you just said, Lori, May you, may you notice the big picture, right? May you celebrate mm-hmm. the big picture of why Jesus came um, for you, right, and mm-hmm. for and for your family. And I'm I'm going to put Lori on the spot here, but would you be willing to to say a prayer for our listeners as we kind of wrap up Absolutely. our week? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, Lori. So, Father God, we just come before you and we just want to thank you. We want to thank you for your bigness and that you were able to write this story long before any of us saw any part of it. We're thankful for the faithful servants that we read about this week and that we also know in our own lives that have lived into that story and that have been a part of that story. And God, as we look ahead to Christmas, but also beyond, we just ask that you would please help us to realize our part in the story and to help us to be the hands and feet of you. Let us look for ways that we can lower others down to Jesus. Let us also allow ourselves to be lowered down to Jesus in those times of need. Let us wait with faithfulness and activity while we look to you. And may we just find you in different places and in different ways this Christmas season and beyond. It's in your name we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. 
If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. Thank you.